That segment was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First off, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just as great as this in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's episode 13 of Washed Up and the fellas are back in each other's company once again and it feels great. The tangents flow way easier when we get to stare in each other's eyes. So let's just get right to it. Let's go! When you coming from the city of Come get me The fellas are back and together. Back and together. Let's go, brothers. We're all six feet apart, for sure. We are all social distancing still, um, but it was great to finally get a text from Brez being like, well, why don't you guys just come here? Because my power went out. I wasn't going to have any way to do this without Wi-Fi and all that kind of jazz over like a Zoom or anything. And the, the minute that we made it work, I just got like a tingle in the sack. Right when I saw the text, I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? We're not allowed to do this. And then I remembered that we're making some sort of progress and that this is definitely okay. Hey, we're reaching phase four this Friday, so bars and restaurants will be fully open. I'm not trying to go to a bar like right off the bat because I'm still not trying to get the Rona. But, right. like, the fact that they're open is, like, it's something. Yeah, we're going to be opening indoor seating, like, next week. And I'm already, like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, Over, under, on, let's not say days, let's say weeks before phase four goes back to phase zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it two and a half months. Two? You think we're going to be in phase four for a couple months? It's going to be so hard to retract that shit once you kind of put it out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once, yeah, you, once kinda... you tell people they can open their business again and then you try and take it away from them, good luck. Yeah. That's how you lose a congressional seat Yeah, is what the politicians are going to be thinking. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And gyms are reopening and I'm very curious to see how they bounce back. Oh, like, people what is are going to be trying like? to shred that quarantine 15. Yeah. So it's not going to be as bad as New Year's Day, but it'll be like 50%. And it it will be as many people in the attitude that they're going to lose 30 pounds in five days, but there's still going to be people scared, so they're not all <laughs> going to show up at the same that's time. A, that's a really good point to bring up is like the, the mindset of new year, new me. Yeah, right. New, like... And the COVID knew me. This is your still a piece of shit. Yeah, July July is usually when I start my new year anyways, because <laughs> January I say I'm gonna do it and then it never happens. February is 
just a blur usually shortest month leap year thank you numbers <laughs> and then march starts the madness like i know no yeah. pun intended but from march until and i won't even say july because july summer so like august is when i'm starting to be like hey yeah maybe i'll work out and take care of my body a little bit more but from right. march until like mid end of july is a shit show so you're just like jealous of other people's summer bodies and you're just like, fuck, I need one of those? Yeah. I, I spend my whole summer thinking that I'm going to have a summer body. Yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I get like – I slim down in the winter and I'm like, wow, why would I do this right I now? I this poorly. But yeah, that's yeah. also like how when I chose to get in shape. I know I talk about it all the time but it's relevant here that after all my athletic ability was able to be had – Yeah. I chose to be fat. Right. I didn't choose to be fat. It wasn't, it wasn't a choice. A, it's not a choice. It was just my choice, not really. It was my brain's choice to see food, eat food. <laughs> and there was nothing else could stop me. Yeah, I I got beef with Corona because like I had started, I'll shout him out, Shape by Sean, in October, and I like I was planning another uh, program of his that would be ready for my cousin's wedding at the end of yeah. March, and it just got fucked. And oh, yeah. I immediately was like, "All right, work out from home. Like, I could do it for a little bit." Did it for three days. Oh yeah, worked out from home for three days. I think that if you work out every day, probably because I'm a little jealous that you're a psychopath. But if you work out every day from home, you're definitely a psychopath. Yeah, and you already have like I. I was looking. Better than I am now. I'm like, but the world just doesn't want me to be a muscular, tall guy. They want me to be skinny, fat, tall guy. Right. And, and I'm I, okay with it. I think I read an article the other day that dad bods are still in. Yeah. I'm just like a husky, tall guy at this point. Yeah, yeah. but mine's weird. Like, it's just in the belly and then just lank everywhere else. So yeah. I was trying to get some definition where the pecs stick out further than the belly. Had it for like three days. My body's so unproportioned, it's not even funny. <laughs> I have a ginormous head and a little body. <laughs> Big head and little arms. <laughs> I gotta do look like a T-Rex. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Um, something else that happened, uh, I'm now tatted. Oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. I, I keep forgetting about it. So do I. But I was wondering, like, I'm not scared to get a tattoo, but it's like people don't think about it enough Yeah. that it's actually permanent. Yeah. So, like, that's why I haven't gotten one yet, but I was just wondering, what is the pain level like? How can you explain it in terms of, I don't know compared to rolling your ankle or breaking a finger or yeah. maybe getting a shot at the doctor. Right. So I have rolled my ankle multiple times. Yes. I have jammed a finger multiple times. The tattoo started off fine. Like the like but I did have a bunch of mini panic attacks while it was going on. Yeah. Because he was like, "Yeah, this one's going to look really good in 20 years still." And I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Right, this one doesn't wash. <laughs> yeah. This one stays. I forgot that 20 years from now. I'm right, just looking at right, this. right. And uh, so, like, I had a couple mini panic attacks while laying on this, like, massage bed thing for three, almost three hours. But it started off fine. I got three uh, red lions. It's my mom's side of the family. It's the family crest. So... Like, my last name's Clifford. I wanted to do something for the McMahon side of the family. So it's kind of meshing. And uh, the first one was fine. It felt a little long. And, like, there was some, like, ooh, that's a little sensitive. Yeah. 
By the third one, the whole bicep is raw. The needle kind of hurts in like the more tender places, but the thing that kills you is when he tattoos for a little bit and then has to wipe the excess right. off. It's just dragging, just like rust oh, and rust burn. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the worst part. It's like after having sunburn and then having it right. dry off after yes, a shower. Exactly. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Fuck no. I know. So. No, I want one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you might hate me, but not as much as I hate me. <laughs> and uh, so the guy I went to, he tattoos. This is going to sound real sketchy. The tattoo looks good, though, so I can say this. The guy used to work at a, like, tattoo parlor, but now him and his roommate do it in their living room. Okay. Okay. Good <laughs> thing so, we saw the product first. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing the product looks okay. But so he tattoos me. He's like, all right, you're all finished. Like, I just have to wipe it down, clean it off, and then we'll wrap it. And I was like, cool. Like, that wasn't too bad. And he was like, no, you actually held your own. Then he turns to his uh, roommate slash, like, tattoo partner and was like hey lewis this is his first tattoo and just smacks the shit out of my bicep <laughs> oh what and an asshole i am so glad i didn't go <gasps> yeah <laughs> yeah i kept it <gasps> and he's like really... i'm sorry man it's just tradition when you get your first tattoo and i was like i can't even believe you i, like, I have no form of reference i just think you're satan <laughs> Turns out this isn't really my first tattoo. I have one of my tanks. I just didn't want to show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, another thing was I didn't tell anyone that I was going until I was there. Yeah, so when you so, Snapchatted us the picture of it, I was like, okay, this guy's fake. This yeah, guy's faking it. And right. before I knew what it was, and like we were talking about earlier, I was like, I know a bunch of people or that have gotten impulsive tattoos just did it to right. do it. And I was like, please tell me he's not doing that. Like, this is huge to right. just be doing it. And yeah. then once you told me what it was, I was like, okay, that is fine. That makes sense. Right. But to like get just some lions on your bicep because you like lions. I yeah, was like, I oh know. my God, where's this guy going with this? Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. Like when I say I got a tattoo and it's three lions, I like hate those words coming out of my mouth. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I got these three lions on my bicep. <laughs> and, uh, it represents strength, courage, okay. and just mental awareness. The lions are like, the king of the jungle. No, I'm the king just, of biceps. It's my mommy's family. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Now, the next question, are you going to become one of these tattoo hardos where you're going to start taking steroids to get more surface air? Yes. <laughs> I would love to see a roided out clip just going, that would be damn, fucking hilarious. And just curls. keep, like, your chest and your uh, abdomen, like, where they are, and then just have your arms be fucking gigantic. Right, like, yeah. like, have you seen the guy so from Russia? So you can't scratch your own back. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen the guy from Russia who pumps oil into his arms? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, just more surface area to just be inked. But I was terrified about telling my parents because, like, I did it so sporadically. I also lied about, like, where I was. And, like, I hate lying. Like, I'm past the point of, like, lying to my parents where I am. And I was like, I feel like I'm fucking back in high school. Yeah. Like, are you okay, Pat? And I was like, yeah, as I'm throwing up in one of my friend's houses. (laughs) But I was like, yeah, we're still just hanging out. But then I got home, my mom was still awake, and I was like, all right, hey, can't take it away now, so I got a tattoo. Yeah. She was like, whoa, I actually really like it. It is big, but I like it. Yeah, right. And, like, she was like, the last thing she said was, okay, I love it, 
but I do hope it's your last one. Yeah. <laughs> and I've heard that like tattoos are not an addiction. They are. Once you get one, you're just like, okay, I want a ton. I yeah, I haven't stopped. Well, actually, the first day I was like, oh man, what do I get next? And like all the stuff, and I was like, okay, tone it down. Yeah, so like let's sit on this one for a couple of years. See how you're feeling. I've told everybody that I want a sleeve so bad because I think they just look so badass. Right. I then I like look in the mirror and I'm like, if I had a sleeve all the way down my arm, I would look like one a fucking buffoon and two an (laughs) absolute douchebag. Because you gotta be like, you gotta be shredded to have a fucking sleeve. You also have to be way more confident than we are. Oh yeah, no doubt, (laughs) no doubt. And my mom would never let me inside the house again. Oh, she's wait. So and, like, you're not getting the butterfly back tattoo. <laughs> no. Take your shirt off. I know you had it. <laughs> I mean, show me your wings, bro. You gotta yeah. fly the coop, mom. <laughs> and then I told my dad, and I knew exactly what he was gonna say, and he said it verbatim how I told my mom, and he was like, "Whoa." big did you mean to get it that big <laughs> did you hate to hear that I know, and, I was like, <laughs> and then he, he said uh did you mean to get it that big and i was like short answer no and he just started busting out laughing and then was like more concerned after he realized he was laughing but we're all good yeah it looks good he, thank you it does, it does. I'm, the red makes it work. I don't know. It's, it looks good. It actually looks really good. I like it. A lot. I actually think we are all close enough to where if one of our buddies got a bad tattoo, we would just straight up tell him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I would. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting some Natasha Benningfield uh, lyrics. To that's, actually, back, that's actually a great idea. Yeah. I think you should get it on your forehead. I think you should get it on your ribs. <laughs> the other rain on your skin. Yeah. And just change the lyrics and feel it right on your ribs. Yeah. That's fucking classic. Still unrich. <laughs> and then dot dot dot. Because yeah. I'm still writing my story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an open book. You really are. It just yeah. hasn't been finished. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah. So speaking of tattoos, fuck baseball. <laughs> Transition is key. Oh yeah, but also what we were talking about. We're going to put a poll out on this about tattoos, and I'm going to lose drastically. But you were talking about how, like, taking steroids to get your muscles bigger because it's the Brian Urlacher, uh, mm-hmm. like, barbed wire tattoo. And I disagree. It's the Tracy McGrady barbed wire tattoo. It's the Brian Urlacher. Oh, no, I'll lose in this poll, but I will stick up for what is right. And that's <laughs> the truth. Dude. Actually, I don't know, time proximity-wise, because T-Mac was yeah, late 90s. Early 2000s, but Brian Urlacher, I mean, have you seen that man's head on all of these things in Chicago? The you only thing that Brian Urlacher has on T-Mac is that he won a suit. He didn't. Oh, oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure. Did T-Mac make it through a full NBA season? He had back problems because he was carrying Yao Ming all over the place. But, I mean, Talk think about, about it. think about it this way. Michael Jordan wasn't the first person to wear 23. But he's the most known to wear 23. No, he was the first person. (laughs) (laughs) That number combination never appeared in history before Before Michael Jordan. Jordan. I know, and 45 is 23 plus 23. I didn't know we could put other numbers next to other numbers. I thought we could only have 10. That would actually be 46, Brady. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I thought we were going to skate by. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got you. I almost got you. Quick maths. Speaking of numbers and everything like that. Fuck baseball. Fuck baseball, yeah. I'm just, but fuck I, the owners. 
Yeah, we don't even have baseball. to talk about the sport of baseball, honestly. We can just talk about how, like, the politics and the dynamic of the sport has been the fucking same since it fucking started. And, like, I, I don't know. It's just... The players kind of irked me on this last one. I'm so, yeah, it, it started with me hating the owners and just everybody yeah. had was on the same page. And I don't know enough about it other than the fact that the sport is dying a little bit. It, it, it just is. Everybody wants fast pace. That's all they want. It's been dying. Bro. And then now the science isn't coming out. It just reminds me of the Sammy Sosa documentary that just came out, which was, I thought, terrible. But we'll get into yeah. that another day. They brought steroids in the game because the game was dying. And then I don't know if they fucking just brought sign ceiling in because the game was dying. But to do this to the sport as it's dying and the viewership is going down, I don't see it. I mean, it's America's pastime. It'll get through the coronavirus. But what do you guys see happening with it? I don't know, dude. I mean, honestly, if the NBA does actually change its calendar year where they play into the middle of summer, baseball will forever be... Like second place to yeah. the NBA playoffs. Always play There is middle. zero chance I'm watching a regular season baseball game in June or even July. Yeah. If, if there is yeah. an NBA playoff game going on. Yeah, exactly. And they're talking about potentially moving back their season permanently until yeah. like December or even like Christmas Day. Yeah. Because one, that eliminates competition with the NFL that they have early season when their their viewership is down. I mean. If you look at the average age of, like, people who watch baseball, it's like your prototypical baseball fan is, like, a 55-year-old white dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's, I mean, like, that's a dying population. The baseball like, purists. Yeah. Hopefully people who still take score at the yeah, yeah. <laughs> The crazy, not crazy, but diehard fans still take score at the fucking game, mm-hmm. still have season tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's I true. love that guy who just brings his own book. Doesn't have a beer, doesn't have a dog. Just a pencil and a book and right. just has himself three hours. Right. Dude, that's like – actually, it's my Aunt Sharon. Like she was the first one to start bringing me to baseball games. She's probably the reason why I'm a Sox fan. Would go every single – every single game we went to, she would buy me whatever I wanted. And then basically it was like you can't interrupt Aunt Sharon until it's like yeah. a half inning. She was keeping score pitch by pitch. Yeah. Like she was – and still Locked is. in. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. And it's if amazing. there's a pitching change that she doesn't notice, holy shit, you're in for a ride. <laughs> right. She gets P-I-S-T pissed. Yeah, yeah. People who go to the games and take score hate people like me showing up to the game. Yeah, because I'm yeah. fucking three sheets to the wind. Right, and just screaming at all times. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I didn't hear who just came in. Um, well, I mean, it took him 45 minutes to get out of the bullpen. You had some, you had some time <laughs> yeah. to figure out who came in. But yeah. I'm sorry, he I am. He didn't <laughs> run from the bullpen. He took a walk. Yeah. yeah. He took a... It's like Lori Unless you're fat Matt Albers who runs to the mound and then gets winded. Yeah. yeah. Gassed. yeah. But there the thing about this is just like not just the MLB, but also all other sports, which I love and hate at the same time because I want to see them play. But the players are finally starting to realize that they have all the power. They really do. Yeah. And I don't understand it. I know it's much more complicated than this, but if you're the owner, you pay the players because the players have to play. Right. right. A right. and B equals C, whatever. When they don't want to play, what are the owners going to do? Yeah. And all they're worried about is collecting their revenue from the season. You're not going to be able to collect revenue if they just say they don't want to play anymore. Right. And, and I know the players yeah. won't either. Well, also, these players have such a limited window of being 
and in their prime. Right. Yeah. Like There's the amount people. of wear and tear that go like you can swing a bat way longer than you can throw a ball. So if you're a pitcher, you don't even have the bat aspect. You're fuck you're throwing ninety miles per hour for six probably six innings at least every five games. Right. And, and baseball baseball teams is just other than until like recently like the Astros built sort of a super team were never super teams. So you had one or two guys on your team that were studs that would everybody come out and see. Right. If you like, look at payrolls so they're always and then there's super teams. and then every other player every two to three years is getting switched off for a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Like there's not like baseball players don't last that long. Not any Look, professional athlete doesn't. Billionaire owners do, and that's what the that's owners what I mean. don't understand. You no, lose. the owners know exactly what they're doing. They're running out the clock where there can only be a fifty game season. Well, I know. I, of course, they know what they're doing, but like to the average fan or the person who just wants to see their team play again, like the owners are the asshole. If you're an owner, you have damn near infinity money. So I don't understand where you run into the problem of paying your players. Right. I'm not going to – this is an unpopular opinion. I think the players fucked themselves in these negotiations I think they did on. too, like, in the – but it all could have just been settled right away. They could have started playing in fucking March. I don't know about March, but like – With no fans? Yeah, but like – the other problem that they have now is like both of the states that they're looking to run these leagues in yeah, are fully open. So like I know, but they still know now that people are gonna get it. Yeah. Like they they're going into this knowing full well that people will contract coronavirus. Yeah. It's not like they didn't know that in March. That's true. They could have made all the fucking the extra fifty million that they don't need yeah. three months ago. Yeah. The other problem is, is like baseball is going into a collective bargaining agreement next year. Yeah. So the level of disdain that the players union and the owners have for one another is going to be hashed out by an arbitrator. And, and I don't this think the latest concession that the owners made that the boat, like the players shut down, like basically the, the owners offered a 55 game schedule and the players turned it down for an extra five games. Right. For an extra basically $2.3 million per team. Right. That was idiotic from the right. players' union. Like, they should have just accepted it and then lawyered the fuck up for the next collective right. bargaining But agreement. that's what they've been telling they their players put, forever, to just accept it and go play. Not necessarily. I mean. Because this was a good faith agree. Like, this was a good faith, legally speaking, methodology of negotiating from yeah. the owners. If you take that into a grievance like court case, they're going to side with the owners. So like the, right. the players, they're both playing a short game, like hashing out like over literally five games. Yeah. Not to mention you're getting an expanded playoff where you're going to have, what is it? Two more, two more teams per like ALNL. Yeah. Or is it? No, it's, it's a, is it four more teams? teams? I, I don't know. The best part about this conversation is knowing just what's in Brez's knowledge compared to Brady's just a little angry. Yeah, no, I'm just pissed. I clearly stated right before we started this, I don't know enough about it. But I'm just passionate, a passionate sports fan. I know. And I don't want to hear about your X, Y, double Z bullshit that's on paper. Just play the fucking sport. Well, the thing is, you're looking at a full 2021 lockout. The that's what I mean. So, I mean, like, you could have two two years of no baseball. How the fuck are they going to come back from that? I don't think yeah. they do. 
I think like yeah. I think like if you let's say fifty game season gets announced tonight. That gives them some that, time. To, that, that likely will be announced tonight because if the players. Well, they're saying that it's. I mean, it's. But someone I was listening to said fifty-one percent chance. That's more than half. Um, yes, but so not very say, likely. Right. So let's say it happens. They get fifty games. That could be great because one, every game matters. Two, maybe next year we get a little shorten of a season where. You're not watching a game in the middle of the season where you can obviously tell that, like, three players sat out due to, like, arm soreness or, like, and I'm not saying arm soreness. In the sport where it's the easiest to go out there and... And get by. Right. Yeah. Because you have so many more games to make up for one. And you can't blame them because 182 fucking is crazy. 162. Yeah, 162. That's what I said. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I said. I mixed, what I mixed the NBA. What did I say? Yeah. I know. So I do that a lot too. But to think about 162 games cut down to 50. Like, I think it'd be amazing. I, I, would, I would like a shortened MLB just because of Makes like the, the, viewer, yeah, the viewership. Everybody thinks baseball is boring that doesn't know baseball. And I don't really like talking to those people. Yeah. Because there's no change in their mind. If you don't know the game and you're not interested in anything that's on the field, of course you're going to think it's boring. Right. Because, one, it's slow moving. And if you see a no-hitter, you're like, well, this fucking sucked. And people who actually know the game is like, that's the greatest game they've ever been to. Wild. So just the drastic, like... Baseball has zero popularity in that aspect of, like, not being able to sit on fans knowing anything about their game. That's why I would never invest in the future of baseball. We're talking about a 50-game season would probably be the best season we've ever seen. And the NFL, which is the number one sport, they're trying to extend the season. Yeah. The the difference there is what's going to happen, is what the viewership is right. going to go up in the NFL and down in the MLB. Yeah. Again, not a smart guy, but that's not hard to figure out. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about it personally. Like, you, you got a Bears game – a Cubs game and a Bulls game on. Which one are you watching first? The Bulls. All right. <laughs> you asked the wrong guy. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. It'd be a toss-up, but you I watch. Obviously, he's a Tampa Bay fan. I'm a Bucks. Oh, right. I'm a Bucks fan. So you're either Die watching Hart. Tom Brady or Tom Colby White or Tracy McGrady. <laughs> Highlights on YouTube. I'm yeah. still not convinced your full name is Bradford. I <laughs> if Sam Bradford was really good, I'd change it. Yeah, but he's not. Um, Dude made hella money though for being like a very shitty starter. That's what we can kind of transition this conversation into: is the amount of money professional athletes make is fucking buku butt cheeks, and that is the only verb or adjective. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Yet. Noun, syllable, yes, metaphor, letters, <laughs> that you could say about it. Yeah. What? Me and me and me and my a work buddy were talking about yachts today and like looking at one for seven point five million, and that's like chump change to people. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah, I have a few friends where it would be chump change to them or their. So it's like us going into our bank account and seeing that we spent seven dollars and fifty cents yes on something mm-hmm. and maybe ours, 75 ours says maybe 75 75 ours says new putter from dicks there says new yacht 
<laughs> That's fucking absurd. You, you, you open your bank app and you're like, oh man, I spent a hundred dollars at O'Sullivan's Public House yeah. in Forest Park. Yeah. And fucking Justin Verlander's looking at it. Ah oh, man. Could you imagine paying seven point five million for anything and being like, oh good deal. Yeah, right. Like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be in the, I did not mean to press that button. Yeah. I'd be in the red until my great great granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> She's not doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting yeah, fine. The Jonas Brothers, man. They, By the IRS. They, yeah. Um Another quick transition. I teared up watching New Girl. Dude, yesterday? yesterday. Okay, so I'll start. I, it's just good to feel. Yeah, right. Again. So this weekend, we were at a buddy's house, and James, who was uh, – James has been on. No, he was supposed no, to be on. No, he was supposed to a be future, on, and then he apologized to us like 40 times. A future guest who will be on was Great like guy. called me on Sunday and was like, dude, you – like actually were mad on Saturday and I was a little drunk. So I was like, what? I mean, I sort of remember being a little agitated. He was like, yeah, it was the first time I've ever seen you mad in my life. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you, I've been trying to tell everybody like this Corona thing is, is finally fucking getting to me. Yeah. Like not even just Corona, everything going on in the world. Like yeah. you don't go on TV anymore and see anything positive right and we've talked about this before how sports aren't just sports for us right and like that would be my go-to to just sit back relax and watch something right and now i don't have it like mm-hmm. i've been not going nuts because i am a master of my own brain <laughs> <laughs> no you aren't exactly shut up bear you with me bear you with me but yeah i i just been like so quick triggered lately yeah it's everything I, well i got so i got a text a couple days ago and uh, it said uh, it was from like one of the team captains of a softball team that I'm on, and they were like, uh, "Projected season opener uh, July 7th." And I don't know why, but I just was happy the rest of the day. Oh yeah, nothing could take me down just because I'm about to play a softball game in four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just anything like, to look forward to. Yeah, and I told Stephanie, I was like. Babe, I got some great news today. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm trying to make a career for myself in comedy. And, like, I'm trying to, like, get out of my parents' house and all these things. And she's like, oh, my God, what is it? And I was like, softball. <laughs> she was like, you're a fucking idiot. No, like, I'm I just left she did the, not say I that. I just she was left like, the fucking room and waited for a call from you to hear about some breakout. No, and she was. And me about fucking softball. She was actually, I, I, I give her so much credit because she was like, oh, my God, that's great. And I know within herself, she was like, the internal eye roll. Isn't that amazing amazing about, like, girlfriends? Yeah. They can just act like they care about the shit (laughs) that you care about. I know. I, uh, she, like, with sports at the beginning, she was like, I don't get why you're, yeah, why you're not, like, over this. Like, it's done. It'll come back later. And I was like, oh, man. But then as it progressed, and I was like, babe, I'm really, really missing sports right now. She's like, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That gives me a little yeah. slap on the thigh. Like, everything's yeah. going to be okay. It's <laughs> what I was you like, need. Thank, thank you for switching. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for dealing with my psychotic behavior over yeah. things that don't matter. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then she says that, and then I'm immediately happy. The rest. I'm like, somebody gets it. Let's do something fun. Oh, yeah. my God. I was fucking beaten down about how if you weren't going to be excited, this is going to ruin my fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the smallest little things can just, like, get me back, but they can also just 
tear me apart. Yeah, it's temporary fixes during this whole thing. That like even even though softball is coming back and the world is finding its way back with Phase Four and everything, like I think I'm getting more anxious now than I was. Yeah. When, like, we were hit with it because I was like, "Oh, we'll get back to normal eventually." And now normal's coming, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, like, oh fuck! Like, drinking at bars again. Like, I, I'm gonna get so weird every time. Like, yeah. Like, just the anxiety of like things being back. Right. Is just like already on your like pandemic anxiety, then a little bit more like well, it social went, anxiety. Yeah. It literally went from 100 to zero so quick. Like, my life was so fucking fast paced before mm-hmm. this. And then it went straight back to zero. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, there isn't, there. we lost a lot of time. It's going to go from zero to 150 now. Yeah. So that's yeah. what's making me nervous. But I mean, I'd rather have it than the, the zero at, that we're at. Right I agree, but... At the same time, during this pandemic, my knees have started to hurt. So if I can get that time back for the lost time, where I could get get it back to where my knees don't hurt, yeah, that would be that would be okay. For like me. a yeah. week or two ago, I started running again, and somebody from work was like, oh, "Why would you start running now?" Like before, like they were optimistic about phase four. Yeah, and I was like, I saw a tweet the other day, and someone was like, "Wow, summer bodies really caught up to us fast." And I was like. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ran for a couple of days, and then uh, yeah, that's stopped. Like, took a little break. <laughs> it's like the mindset of like one day fixes the past ten, right? And then you have one good day, two maybe two, three good Should days of together. like eating well, kind of getting a workout, but not really. But you're eating well, right? And you're like fourth day comes along, I did it. With, Whole pizza, right? Without yeah. without seeing it or experiencing being able to go out again. I have in my head that I'm going to, and then once it doesn't happen, I'm like, okay, well, then this is for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. That's usually what I always do with everything. It's just like, oh, this is coming up. I should probably get ready for it. And then... And then that time and then comes, you're like, are, Yeah, I didn't get ready for this. <laughs> I didn't plan accordingly. <laughs> I mean, we are procrastinators. Every Each three of us are, and I'm sure literally anyone who listens to this is a procrastinator, they're like, oh. You might be procrastinating right now. Yeah. Right now. Hey, uh, start start holding the plank right now, and we'll tell you when a minute's up. <laughs> the best thing about uh, the, the greatest way to do a plank without thinking about it, other than listening to my voice right now. Yeah, well, now that people are thinking about the plank, do no, the plank. you got to listen to a song that you know all the lyrics to. Yes. And you sing that verse, and then it's over with. Right. And then you do six, 60 more. Yeah. Dude, like doing – even doing like a sprint for – I had on one of my like home workouts where I did maybe three days of it. It was like <laughs> uh, like a 30-second sprint. And I was like, that's – what is that? Like 100 yards? And then I put it together in my head. It's like, no, Pat, you, you run about a little less than five seconds for 40 yards. Yeah. And then, oh, fuck, that's – Quick math, quick math, quick math. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's 30 seconds of just full-on pain. You're on a five-second 40? Less a little than under? That's a little bit of a humble brag. Yeah. yeah You're like I'm NFL sorry. lineman quick. And soon enough, after the steroids, you're going to be NFL lineman built. Yeah. Yes. Your plank is done, by the way. <laughs> we, I, don't, I think we talked more about time in that minute than we have in every minute of this episode, of this yeah. fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, let's not talk about time. Let's not talk about time. Oh, shit, we got to talk about time. But, yeah. like, my, I'll, I'll just hum, humble brag because everybody already knows that I'm very far from modest. Um, <laughs> grow, like, when I was, like, peak 
even though the peak was my junior year of high school, yeah, I had like a four four forty, and my shotgun time was under four four. So, so I got sick. to say my shotgun time was under my forty, and people are like, oh, "This is a tall, lanky kid. Those times can't be good either way." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was really cool because I knew my 40 time. Yeah, right. <laughs> and nobody else did. So, But, like, you think of, like, a D lineman who's, like, 40 time is maybe five, and their shotgun time's two, and it's just a big old fat guy, short <laughs> fucking 40 times quicker than, or shotgun time's quicker than my 40 time. You know who shotgun time yours is better than? Huh. Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. Get his softer than Charmin. Sure, sure Dude. is. I know. I I think Brez still has a lot of hate for Aaron, even if our even with our Ryan Smith interview. I fucking hate that guy. I'll never like him. I kind of like him. He now. needs to change his number. There's only one number twelve. He's the no one best. actually ever wore number twelve before Tom Brady either. He's the second best AR twelve in the <laughs> NFC North behind Allen Robinson. So third that's I wore twelve my senior year of baseball. Though I will say, if Allen Robinson had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback, he'd be better than Devontae Adams. Dude, I told everybody when we were at the bar on Sunday last season that if you have any other receiver other than Allen Robinson on on your fantasy team, drop him. Because literally, you watch the game. Eighty percent of eighty percent of passes that are caught are by him. Yeah. Hundred percent of passes that are thrown are targeting him. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously that's not true, dude. But I'm not good with numbers. I'm a fantasy football junkie. This guy is. Yeah, (laughs) he's put up wide receiver top ten numbers in two different seasons. The quarterbacks for those two seasons and the teams. Blake Bortles (laughs) on the Jaguars, Mitch Trubisky on the Bears offense. There's definitely still some titty biscuits truthers out there. That guy fucking sucks. Yeah, he couldn't hit the red side of a. Fucking barn. The only thing that he For has the viewers back from. home, barns are usually all red. <laughs> yeah. This guy is you know, so bad. <laughs> I'd um, literally rather headbutt a knife than watch this guy <laughs> get under center for the Yeah, so I think they just let ran out of shit to talk about, so they just wanted to start an argument the other day on a thousand about how people still have belief in Mitch. If Nick Foles doesn't start game one, I will be astonished, and I'm not kidding. Yeah, well, I have. I game one is against the Lions, who Mitch has been historically great against. Oh my yeah. God! So is everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah when I, your uh, fucking defensive backs are led by like the Hadley School of the Blind. Yeah, for sure, you're gonna yeah. put up numbers. Who did they just give Darius Slate to the Eagles? Yeah, which pisses was me off. Was their only good? Player. I got a. He wanted out. Same I got into. Models. I got into. The, into Her. some beef with my uncle on like last week where he was saying that Trubisky is better than Jay Cutler and I almost flipped the entire are you table. like are you fucking blind dude and like nobody else backed me up and I was like oh, okay first off we're talking about the most statistical the best statistical Bears quarterback in history. He was like, well, he didn't even win a Super Bowl. Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl. I'm like, did you, did you see his defense? <laughs> Jim yeah. McMahon. Literally the best defense in the history of the goddamn league. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, Rex Grossman led us to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it, but did you see his defense? And, yeah. like, I don't understand how you can look me dead in the eyes and tell me Mitch Trubisky is at all on the same conversation as Jay Cutler. The reason, the only reason the Bears went 12-4 and four two years ago was because our defense scored six touchdowns and was responsible 
for more than 10 if you look at like field position yeah, changes dude. changes yeah. in oh almost my God. in our red zone and yeah. it's like if you can't get the ball 20 yards I mean, Mitch had a tough time getting the ball 20 yards in the air, let alone in general. Right. So, um, shoulder problems, dude. Eat a butt. <laughs> it was his off shoulder, wasn't it? It no. was the other shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Went full, I'm a pussyitis, and was like afraid to move the ball. You're like, the only asset is his legs. If you're going to keep defenses honest and keep linebackers close, that's yeah. the line of scrimmage, you fucking scramble. Yeah. That's like, the thing. Someone said he's just like timid, and I was like, timid is so. Far from wrong because he is scared. Yeah, he as, is terrified. As to be being out of a Jay Cutler truther, thank you. Who knows that he was not good? I still had, think that he's strides better. Oh, than he's also Mitch Trubisky. He had five no, offensive coordinators think, in six seasons. You think me saying Jay Cutler truther is a good thing? It's a bad thing. Okay, Jay Cutler, you are not great. a Jay Cutler truther. What do you mean? You love the aura around Jay Cutler. I do love yes, the aura and that, around, and I that love Jay Cutler. That trumps all of what he did for the Bears. No, it doesn't. And yes, the offensive coordinator thing is definitely a thing, but it doesn't matter. You can't change that. That's what it was, and that's what happened. Did and you can't... see what he did with one of the worst offensive lines in football in what year was it, 2013? Obviously not. Nothing spectacular. <laughs> we were the second best offense in football. Uh, second is behind what? <laughs> Okay. You, know, but, you know, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Bobby, I'm Ricky's dad. Right <laughs> yeah, he purged you last. I don't care if he was on peyote when he put said. Jay Cutler on the 20, <laughs> if you put Jay Cutler on the 2018 Bears, that team yeah. probably makes a Super Bowl. Okay, yes, I totally understand that, but you're talking about probabilities. No, we're talking just strictly... Comparing Jay Cutler and Mitch Trubisky. Could, we're not well, talking no, about yeah, Jay I know, Cutler and I said that Jay Cutler strides better rock. I know, like, but you're sticking up for Jay Cutler. Yes. In this scenario, 100% fine with that. Okay. In any other scenario, no. Well, there was never another scenario. No, the other scenario is him just talking about Jay Cutler playing the game of football. Not anything against Mitch. He threw the ball to the other team a lot. So who could ever Mitch throws it to nobody. I'm, t- I'm saying to- that <laughs> Jay Cutler yeah. strides better than Mitch Trubisky. Jay Cutler, without talking about Mitch Trubisky, bad quarterback. You are wrong. Well, I am quarterback. Right. He's also electric to watch because I understand that. I understand (laughs) that 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 he's electricity and a human being. I mean, Uncle Rico ball seventy five yards, smoking a cigarette. Uncle Rico throw ball, but also, also Brady, you're talking about liking the second best offense or whatever. You still root for the second best quarterback of all time. Whoa, she's got real Stop. quiet. Stop. <laughs> Who's better than <laughs> Peyton Manning? Oh my god! Oh my god! Eli I could Manning. list every Peyton Manning was significantly more talented four, than Tom I Brady. would need four Peyton Manning foreheads to write all the list of things that Tom Brady. Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning. Now. I just wanted, to and I would write angry. winning, 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 winning. Five million times because that's how big four of his four so would be. So you think more of only thing he's good at is making great commercials. Responsible, like are Tom Brady responsible or <laughs> Belichick? Okay, so he won the first Super Bowl because of Rex Grossman, and he won the second Super Bowl because Denver was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> All right, we're as gonna, a team. He did, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue. We're going to continue this off the record because oh, we're, man, we're that's a little bullshit. We got everybody a little. Peyton Manning is more talented than Tom Brady. Last word. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning back in. It was great for the boys to get back 
with each other. We're just going to start screaming at each crazy. other. <laughs> we're going to start screaming at each other for another hour, but we're going to let you all head out. So thank you for coming back to the Washed Up Podcast. It's been Cliff, Brady, and Brez back together. Peace, love, and happiness. Ride with me, get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones, do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the blood cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody wanna be like me. I cha cha real smooth. Do 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 do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music. Hey, hey, loose, homie. Fall back.